What's up, everybody? This is the Pearsall Bros Podcast. My name is Mark, and I'm with my brother, Pat. The NFL season has officially come to an end, and the Kansas City Chiefs are your Super Bowl champions. We go all in on the game and cover everything from the defensive battle in the first half to the handful of fluky plays that happened to San Francisco and the controversial overtime decision by San Fran to take the ball first. Hope you guys enjoy it. What's up, everybody? This is the Pearsall Bros Podcast coming to you post-Super Bowl. Sorry with uh, us not being able to land a pre-Super Bowl pod. Yours truly came down with the old COVID, so we decided to not share that. And uh, just bad timing, right? So it was what it was. So Another thing happened over the break. My brother Mark turned 40 years old. That's right. Happy birthday, I'm dude. officially in my 40s. Feels great, you know. Uh, 40s, the new 20, right? I just keep 20 telling was yourself, okay, yeah. but uh, I would rather 40 be the new 30. You know, yeah, no, trust me. Just keep telling yourself that. Don't worry. Sounds good. <laughs> uh, so you know, much like the sports world kind of comes to a halt, but Pat and I were talking before we hit the record button here that we really enjoyed the Super Bowl. It was hyped up to be a really good game. Two teams that are well-publicized. San Francisco looked like a juggernaut throughout the entire season, quite frankly. They really had like the, they had those three games in the sort of at the 30%, 40% mark. They lose three games in a row, Cleveland, Minnesota, Cincinnati, but then they get right back on track. They stub their toe Christmas day against Baltimore. But ever since then, they really looked like they were humming. I mean, they had to come from behind to beat Green Bay and Detroit in the playoffs, but if you would have picked uh, San Francisco to make it to the Super Bowl, no surprise. On the flip side, the Kansas City Chiefs, preseason, you pick them to go to the Super Bowl, also no big deal. However, the way the season was playing out, including Game 1 where they lose to the Detroit Lions, they were not the same Kansas City Chiefs as they had been in the past. They had lost... A lot of games that you didn't expect them to lose, and their offense looked really un-Kansas City-like throughout the year. However, Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey did what those three do in the playoffs. They took care of business. They beat the Miami Dolphins. Then they go on the road for the first time in this little like section of Kansas City's story. They go on the road, win a tough game in Buffalo, followed by another really tough game in Baltimore. So we get a great matchup, Kansas City versus San Francisco. And I honestly was shocked that San Francisco came out as the betting favorite, only two points. But nonetheless, I felt like, and we we had the text to prove it, I did pick Kansas City. But quite honestly, it's kind of like the Michael Jordan factor. Like, I remember when the Jordan Bulls played the Blazers in 92 and the Jazz a couple times and the Phoenix Suns in 93. Those were good teams. But when you look back on it now, you just think, why would anybody have bet against Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls? And maybe, just maybe, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs are like the 2020 version uh, in football. 
Well, they seem to be, as much as I kind of hate to say it. You know, everybody was talking about, well, maybe this is the year that they're going to go to the Super Bowl, the Chiefs, but they're not going to win because it's not the Chiefs of old and they're not firing on all cylinders. The 11-6 and six Chiefs versus the 12-5 and five 49ers. I mean, 11-6, and six, that's good, but not great sure. by any means. Not the best they've ever been. Road playoff games, tough, close, tough wins. Oh, yeah, maybe San Francisco is going to get them this year. And for most of the game, you could argue that San Francisco kind of had them. Certainly in the first half. I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I thought, uh, really, I don't. San Francisco, they won the line of scrimmage without a doubt. They were driving drive after drive. They had a couple uh, poorly timed penalties. Christian McCaffrey has the fumble, I think, on the very first drive of the game. Um, and Kansas City's offense didn't really do much. Patrick Mahomes was uh, rushed by Chase Young and Eric Armstead and Nick Bosa. San Francisco's defensive line in the first half played as well as they've played all postseason long. And without a Harrison Butker field goal at the very, very end of the second quarter, it's 10-0. I mean, you've blanked the Kansas City Chiefs. That's, you're, you're halfway there. And even 10-3, you're feeling good. You know, albeit, you know, but a couple things happened. Dre Greenlaw, the linebacker for San Francisco in the second quarter, he, you know, the flukiest injury, he pops an Achilles just running onto the field. I actually missed it. I was in the in the kitchen, you know, and you turn around, you're like, what happened? The play wasn't, you know, didn't go on. And then you see the replay, and you're like, oh, you just knew it was serious. And so you felt for him. He was obviously one of San Francisco's best defensive players. And even Kansas City, they certainly noticed right away. And while they definitely weren't celebrating his injury, they knew right away, like, oh, my gosh, look, 57's hurt, 57's down. And anytime you see somebody just get hurt just by running onto the field, you know it's got to be serious enough to take them down. So a couple things like that go their way. And I thought, yeah, going into halftime, I thought even with, I mean, Kansas City gets a little bit of momentum with the field goal, but otherwise, yeah, San Francisco dominated. I mean, the fact that San Francisco held them to three points in the half, they must have been feeling good, or at least somewhat positive. Because everybody was, even though Vegas was given San Francisco two points, everybody, oh, it's Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes, he can't lose, blah, 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 blah. At the end of the first half, like, okay, well, maybe he can. Because it, it wasn't working. Kansas City's offense, they were they could, like, between the 30-yard lines, yeah. but that was it. You yeah. know, they just couldn't make it happen. Not that San Francisco was doing much better, frankly, but it's, you know, San Francisco's got a touchdown and a field goal in that first half. Kansas City just... It just wasn't going. Correct. Yeah. And there there are even a couple plays like for San Francisco that, gosh, if they just convert a couple more. And you could say that about every game that goes into overtime. It's obviously close. It's tied at the end of regulation. So you can look back in the first and second quarter and be like, oh, like I said, Christian McCaffrey fumble, no good. Brock Purdy has a chance to hit Debo Samuel in the end zone. He makes a great throw. Just a better defensive play, I thought, by Trent McDuffie, who's an all-pro cornerback for Kansas City. Makes a really good play. You know, stops the pass, forces a field goal by Jake Moody. So that happens. And then we get into the third quarter. Kansas City gets the ball. Mahomes throws an interception. He never commits turnovers in the in the postseason. He's really that's one of the things that he's really, really good at avoiding is those turnovers. And I thought, oh man. And it was like a not, I don't think it was a bad read, just a bad throw, just excited. He just clearly overthrew Travis Kelsey. 
San Francisco's opportunistic defense gets the interception, and I think, okay, if San Francisco can turn around and punch this in, they make it. They score a touchdown. They get seventeen to three with about ten minutes left in the third. The way their defense has been playing, they got to be feeling pretty good. And that was when I thought really the momentum shifted because can't, uh, San Francisco just kind of stubbed their toe. And I wrote in my notes that I was taking during the game three and out when they had a chance to you know they get a turnover and they just don't do anything. Kansas City gets the ball back and they get a field goal. And they get a field goal, and then I don't remember exactly. And a few more things happen, and then at some point, <laughs> Kansas City has the ball, but they also go three and out. They have to punt, and the punt goes off the back of the Niners. I can't remember who. Blocker. The, some yeah, special some, teams. The guy game. blocking for special teams goes off the back of his ankle. Total fluke. Like, you couldn't, you couldn't do that on purpose if you wanted to. So it's a live ball. Kansas City gets the ball on the tw- – yeah, 15, 20 yard line, whatever it is, and they punch it in for a touchdown. Very I mean, next play is a throw to uh, MVS from yeah, Mahomes. There's no way that you could. I mean, <sighs> yeah. So then, so then, all of a sudden, you go from ten to three at halftime, and Kansas City. Then now at the end of the third quarter, it's Kansas City with the lead, thirteen to ten, and now the pressure is on. And San Francisco's probably feeling like, gosh, if we don't make these couple mistakes, if we get these couple conversions. But to San Francisco's credit, they go down and they score. Brock Birdie hurt hits Juwan uh, Jennings for a ten yard touchdown, um, to make it sixteen to thirteen. And then the other big play happens where a blocked point after touchdown um you know when i looked at the replays i don't know if you could really blame it on any one person maybe jake moody the field goal kicker for san francisco maybe the trajectory of his kick was a little lower than it should have been but i think anytime i see a block pat unless it's like a totally botched like snap or hold kudos to kansas city for making the block right exactly i mean those things obviously they're trying every time and people had mentioned oh Moody kicked it so low, and I'm watching the replay. I'm like, I don't know. It looks like every other kick I've ever seen. Yeah, it wasn't like into the – it's not he like didn't he kick kicked – kick it straight up. He didn't kick it straight up in the air. Yeah, and he also didn't kick it into the back of his blocker. Like it, right, it exactly. It looked regular it was, to me. It was going over the line. Dude just got a finger on it. It's not like – so whatever. <laughs> yeah, and then we trade a couple field goals back and forth. San Francisco gets down – and they can't convert. They can't get the last touchdown. They sort of—I don't want to say settle for a field goal because Jake Moody, two fifty-plus yarders in the game, he hits a fifty-three yarder. But you kind of—at least when they kick that field goal—and there's a minute fifty-seven left for Patrick Mahomes. I thought, oh, he's. This is. There's no way he's not going to do this. Yeah, I just knew right away. I was like, this is the moment. This is the moment. And at the same time, too, I'm kind of looking at it, and I'm like, you know. 15 quarterbacks in the NFL. Lamar Jackson can do this. Brock Purdy could do this. You know, I mean, I'm looking at it's like, it, it, you gave him enough time. Yes, he's Patrick Mahomes. I don't, I'm not want to take anything away from the great Patrick Mahomes or anything like that. And he truly is. Yeah. But I looked at that. It's like, well, two minutes. Shoot. Lots of guys could do that. That's and a really good point. And they got down to the last play, and you're just like, oh, there's no way 
they don't punch. Everybody can do this. Yeah. You yeah. know, we're four yards out or whatever. I mean, Yeah, like, he made a 29-yarder. That's shorter than a PAT nowadays. Yeah, so it's not really much of a I – mean, I mean, kudos to them. They won the game. He put the team – you know, whatever. They made it. But it wasn't like, oh, in the last drive of the game, Patrick Mahomes, like, did – five backflips over three three linemen to get into the end zone and he couldn't he, they couldn't tackle him it's like no he just played good football yeah they just went down the field and scored a touchdown but it wasn't like nobody made a spectacular crazy catch yeah. there wasn't anything like super bowl mvp winning other yeah. than it just they didn't screw anything up which yeah. i guess is good but it wasn't the most like I will not remember the series of plays Agreed. On, my, on my deathbed. Uh, agreed, yeah. Where there have been other highlight plays, that, like you mentioned, that Patrick Mahomes himself has made. In other, in, it's no Eli Manning. No Eli Manning <laughs> to the, the like, helmet can catch. Can you believe yeah. that? And it's just like, no, they just got the ball with two minutes to go, and they went down and scored a touchdown, yeah. like, like everybody well, thought they would. Yeah, and well, at the end of regulation, they get the field goal to tie. And then, of course, so the, a little bit of the controversy then they get the coin flip, and people are like, oh, the overtime rules are different? Oh, that's weird. And there's this uh, post-game, turns out, some San Francisco 49er players released that they didn't talk about it. I find that really hard to believe. But does it really matter if you talked about it or not? So they talked about the strategy. It's easy to say Monday morning, clearly the what you want to do is, is kick the ball off and then get it second. Now... If you're listening to this, you're probably also a college football fan, and that's absolutely the strategy, but there's a clear difference between the two. In college football, you you get the ball right away from the 25, so some version of a score is almost uh, without a doubt to happen. Uh, touchdown can be tough, of course, but a field goal, you're, you're a 42-yard field goal even if you do nothing with the ball. So, But in this instance, you know, if a team scores, no matter what, if they get a touchdown or if they get a field goal or if they get stopped, the other team gets the ball back. Unless the other team uh, scores a defensive touchdown, then it's over. But, you know, some people are sort of questioning San Francisco gets down inside the 10-yard line. Should they score a touchdown, try to score a touchdown on fourth down and put the heat on Patrick Mahomes? Because if they don't convert there, now the now you just made the Chiefs and Mahomes go 95 yards. Or do you kick the field goal and make the Chiefs go 75 yards and try to answer with a field goal and touchdown? In the moment I would have kicked the field goal. Yeah, it's hard to say. You know I mean it, they 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 look at that thing and everybody says, "Do the players know the overtime rules?" and blah blah blah, all that kind of stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, Fred Warner was calling the toss, right? Yeah. There's no way that Shanahan's like, if you win, we want the ball. A thousand percent. You know, it's, he, it's not like he was just like, wait a minute, I'm confused about the rules. What am I going to do here? Like in the moment, this, no, 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 Correct. no, no. He, the coach told him to take the ball. He took the ball. Yeah. Okay. And then all that stuff about, well, should they have, now, the question is, should they have gone for a touchdown when they were within 10? Maybe. But if they don't, now here's the other thing, 95 yards. But at that point, the Chiefs only need a field goal. If, Correct. If they don't score a touchdown. So they only need to go 60. 60 yards. And so the Niners' defense has been playing lights out all game. Yeah. If you score a field goal, it's well within the bounds of reality to think, well, I think we can hold these guys. Totally. I mean, I would I would trust the San Francisco 49ers' yeah. defense all day long. And had they won the game, 
everybody would have been like, oh man, Kyle Shanahan, yep. so like, so he's so gutsy. Yeah. So gutsy to make He took the ball they wanted so they could mm, score. Confidence. Yeah. At a maximum. Yeah, whatever. Uh, it, it is really like a, the, a narrative driven out of results. Like how, just to your point. So um, that being said, if. If you go in overtime in the Super Bowl next year, the team that wins the coin toss, they're kicking. Yeah, and well, they're getting the ball second. And, and that's that's the other thing too. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah, we we are we have to win this game. Yeah. We're going to take the ball and try to win the game. Yeah, I don't mind that because you have to. You know, it's it's to me, it's one of those things. Well, each team gets a chance. Then it doesn't. It kind of doesn't matter who gets it first. Correct. Unless the defense scores it was because, and you have to score something. At some point. At some point. You know, I mean, even if you, you know, if you get the ball first and you get shut out, you have to stop the other team. Yeah. And Kansas City had the ball at the very end of regulation. And I think you saw it from both teams. The the defense was clearly their energy level, I felt, on both teams because they kind of started towards the first half, not a lot of scoring. Fourth quarter, it was kind of like field goal, field goal, field goal, field goal. So the, nobody was giving up any touchdowns, but people were definitely scoring, you know. And I thought also the bonus to taking the ball there is we get to give – our defense was literally just on the field, and Kansas City drove down the field and scored a touchdown. Let's give them a rest because they're going to have to go out there no matter what because both teams get the ball, I guess, unless – Kansas City defense scores on a defensive touchdown, you you take the risk there. You don't expect that to happen. I guess, yeah, but you don't count on that. Yeah. You don't assume, well, Brock's probably going to throw an interception and they're going to pick it off for six, and yeah. so we better not put him out. Like, <laughs> that's not how you win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I felt for, I mean, I, I guess, well, I don't feel bad for San Francisco. I did not have a dog in the fight, um, but I really did. So at this point now, Kansas City... Three Super Bowls in six seasons. Patrick Mahomes has three Super Bowl victories in six seasons total of playing, and he's only lost the one Super Bowl, so three out of four. I think it's just safe to say that this little uh, section of Kansas City Chiefs can be called the dynasty. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, absolutely. Three three is kind of official, right? If your team can... Three and five? Three and five? Oh, yeah. Because they beat the Niners a few years ago, and then the year after that, they lose to Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. The year after that, they're not in it. It's Rams-Bengals. And then um, last year happens, they beat the Eagles, and then this year. Yeah, so, I'd say that's a... De- Dynasty, yeah, three and five. It definitely feels like it. That's kind of what the that's what the '90s Cowboys. Um, and anytime you go back to back, but going back to back's real, real hard. It hasn't been done since the Patriots did in 0304. Yeah, so it's it's not like it happens. I don't want to say routinely in the NBA, but uh, much more. It's happened much more frequently there than it has in the NFL. So because of the whole dynamic of a one game series, uh, one game you know playoff, and sort of ball bounces your way. So. Uh, I think it is cemented. Now, I'm not one of those guys. I know people are already floating it out there like, oh, is Patrick Mahomes better than Tom Brady? Like, I'm sorry. Seven Super Bowls? Yeah, not yet. You don't get to talk, I think, until you get to five. It's kind of like, for me, Jordan with the six. Like, I didn't really think about LeBron passing him until he got to at least four mm-hmm. championships. And so same thing with Mahomes. Like, he he literally doesn't have half the Super Bowls, and I appreciate seven is an odd number, and you can't win half of a Super Bowl. So he only has three, but nonetheless, uh, even if you get to four, if I had won seven 
something seven times and somebody else had won it four and they're like, this guy's just as good as you. I'd be like, ah, how is that possible? So Tom Brady is still the GOAT for the foreseeable future. I, I'm an Andy Reid fan. He's easy to like. You know, his demeanor, his style, his ability to craft really good, effective plays. And to Pat's point, like that last drive of Kansas City driving down, like there was, I'm, I'm glad there was no like, oh, horrible call where San Francisco totally gets screwed and it was like an obvious penalty or blah, 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 blah. Like that didn't happen either way, quite honestly. I mean, there were, there were a couple calls that were like maybe um, slightly questionable, but nothing memorable. That happens in every sporting event. So, Absolutely. It's going to be interesting to see what happens next year, you know, uh, Kansas City doesn't really need to do anything. Yeah. Quite but, honestly, the early uh, odds-on betting favorite is San Francisco. Which is not a bad call, except for uh, yesterday they fired their defensive coordinator, Yeah, which is weird. It's very weird because Pat and I both thought, uh, well, we talked about it earlier in, in this podcast, it was 10-3 to 3 at halftime. Like, they only held the Chiefs to 25 points. Chiefs only scored one touchdown in regulation. Yeah. They scored a bunch of field goals. And then they needed five quarters to score 25 points. Like, they didn't score 25 in the, yeah, in regulation. They yeah. needed overtime to do it. I I was watching the game, and I certainly wasn't thinking, boy, San Francisco's defense is just not getting it done right now, and they really need to make some changes. You know, so what does Kansas City do? They don't do, they probably don't really need to do anything. They could maybe use a couple more pieces, of course, but whatever. As long as they have the core... I will be curious to see what Travis Kelsey decides. I This has nothing to do with Taylor Swift, but he had an up-and-down year. He certainly made a lot of money this year based on endorsements and everything else, and he's getting long in the tooth, 35, 36. Tight ends are not quarterbacks. It's a physical position. They don't play until they're 40, and he doesn't have to. He's made a boatload of money, and he was, in my opinion, he was never a speedster, obviously. Travis Kelsey was like the king of you know, running just like a perfect route, finding the soft spot in between the defenders in the zone and him and Mahomes just basically mind melding out there. And how Travis Kelsey was like, he literally has more catches than anybody else in the history of the playoffs in NFL history. So I mean, surefire Hall of Famer. Oh, for sure. But I felt like lost even more than just one step. I wouldn't be shocked if he retired. And if that's the case, they definitely, I mean, I think they were going to pick up uh, uh, maybe a wide receiver in the draft anyway based on their wide receiver play during the regular season. And it's not like, oh, well, I mean, Travis Kelsey led them in catches, of course, in the Super Bowl. Um, they didn't have any big play by wide receiver. They had one 52-yard pass early in the game by Mahomes to MVS, or excuse me, to McCoe Hardman, but uh, Isaiah Pacheco fumbled right after that, so it led to nothing. Anyways, I yeah, I think Kansas City, as long as they have Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes, they're in the hunt for sure. I would I and total Chicago Bulls mode. If they make it to the playoffs, which I expect them to make it, unless the other team has like, I, I was gonna say Lamar Jackson and at home. Oh, that but that already here. happened, and so it's a, yeah. No, I mean it's at this point. You know, no one's going to win every game, right? They're, it's not like Mahomes is going to win the next 10 Super Bowls or anything like that. 
But unless he does, unless he does, <laughs> right? No, I think a contender could be the Cincinnati Bengals. You know, people forget Joe Burrow goes down with a wrist. They have an explosive offense, and they've beaten them before. The they, Bengals beat them in the AFC Championship. They game. were right there until Joe Burrow went down. Yeah, they would have been in the mix. You no know, doubt. and in the NFC, I think the the Niners have the clearest path back to the Super Bowl. I no mean, doubt. it's weird they fired their defensive coordinator, but. Okay, weird. They'll get somebody else. They're still going to be really good. I don't really see where the deficiency is no, in and the I, team. I mean, they lost the Super Bowl by three points. They played a great, tight game. It just didn't fall their way. Yeah. I mean, they have lost. San Francisco's lost twice to Kansas City in the Super Bowl. That is tough. And in both games, they had 10-point leads. Also tough. I mean, I, I'm a little surprised. I Now, if I was a red and gold bleeding Niner fan, I would not want to get rid of Kyle Shanahan. But you could argue like, hey, man, you had a 10-point lead in two Super Bowls. You lost both of them. Like, what's going on here? Like, call the offense well enough to sustain the lead. It's not like both times the Chiefs just blew the doors off them. Like, they literally had 10-point leads in both games. So I think uh, that there's got to be some, I don't know if game management is the right word, but you also could, do you just throw your hands up in the air and be like, hey, it's Patrick Mahomes. So ultimate trump card, no lead is safe. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, rumor has it Brandon Ayuk is going to leave. It's, they need to do something. I, I say, I mean, certainly if he goes and loses the Super Bowl again, he's out. Now the question is, is who do you replace him with? Oh, I, as a Seahawks fan, I would love to have Kyle Shanahan as my coach. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, uh, who does San Francisco get? That's if what you, I mean. If, if they, fire, yeah. I mean, Bill Belichick's out there. All he needs is all, all all he needs is a good quarterback. Coach him up, and he's just ready to go. Right, win now, Bill right. Belichick. Yeah, greatest coach would, of all time. Now that would be interesting. That'd be spicy. That would be spicy. Ain't gonna happen. Yeah, I think I think Bill's done. Apparently, he's not well, coaching well, anywhere this year unless he picks up for the Mountain View Cougars or whatever. You know, I mean, he's just yeah. like, I mean, yeah, he could. That would be that would be so Bill Belichick to like go to his the high school, the nearby high school in, in, in Foxborough, Massachusetts. Or, or, yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, he's a he's an Annapolis guy. Yeah, he's an Annapolis guy. That's right. So if he's just like, oh, we're gonna coach, yeah, Maryland High or whatever. So, <laughs> um, but I think being him being out for a year, I don't think anybody else is gonna pick him up. But back to next year, yeah, in the NFC, I mean, you kind of go through the teams. Detroit, if they can keep it together, Detroit, why not? Detroit's the coolest pick, right? They're the sexiest yeah. pick. I mean, certainly, if it's not the Seahawks or the Niners, <laughs> I guess you'd have to root for Detroit. I mean, that that would be the funnest thing ever. You oh, know, yeah. Like, I've seen a Cubs World Series. I've seen a Red Sox World Series to see the Lions win the Super Bowl. I mean, there's been like generations of people that haven't seen those things. Totally. And so that would be fun. Go that Lions. would be cool. Yeah. I'd yeah, root for the Lions. Yeah. See, see the Lions take a Super Bowl before I die. That'd be cool. Absolutely. I'd, I'd sign up for that for sure. And no other team, like after Dallas lays the egg, like, no way are you picking them no. unless they can win an actual playoff game. They're the biggest. Um, you know, Buffalo is really an interest. I mean, oh, it's like they're, they're like, they're, it's kind of like, how can they get, same kind of thing. How can they get better? It, it, it's, they had it right there. And Baltimore. And Baltimore. Both That's those thing. teams. It's I, like the AFC is stacked next year. Yeah, there I are mean, four teams legitimately Kansas City, Baltimore, Buffalo, Cincinnati, 
all of those yeah. teams. And Miami's not bad. Remember, they were, their defense was riddled with injuries. They got rocked, yeah, at the end of the last season. But they, you're right. They're totally – so five teams. They're yeah. right in They're right in there. You know, the NFC not so deep. I, don't, I, and I, just think, I agree. I think even Detroit, but San Francisco – they played each other right now. I'd take San Francisco all day yeah. long. Yeah, head and shoulders. San Francisco's still a great team. Better than everybody except for maybe the Chiefs. Yeah. And the Chiefs were not even that good for most of the season. <laughs> just, yeah. just when it counts. You you just felt like, at, the, at least in the back of my mind, and I'll be honest, like I, I felt Kansas City was going to beat Miami, but I thought Buffalo would beat them. And then we talked about it, and I was like, I think Baltimore's going to win. They have the better roster, and it's at home. But maybe we were. Kind of, I was kind of leaning like, or is this Pat Mahomes guy just like the Pat Mahomes effect? Maybe all the conspiracy theorists got it wrong. They're not, you know, the Chiefs yeah. have to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So something will happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift did not get married on the on the fifty yard line of the Super Bowl or whatever. <laughs> that would have that if that happened. It would have. I wonder. You know, it's not that I don't think. Uh, Travis or Taylor are that crazy. But if that did happen, then I think people would be clamoring for like, okay, guys, this is... I think I saw somewhere, it was... Uh, admittedly, I didn't... There wasn't as much clips of Taylor Swift, and I think uh, someone... I think I saw on the social meds, it was like a total of 54 seconds of Taylor Swift well, of course, screen time. Yeah, that's... Which is not very much. Now, I, if you would have told me... Not a five-hour football game. That's what I mean. If you would have told me over under 60 seconds... I'd have taken over 60 seconds I safely. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I remember kind of going through the first quarter is like, not a whole lot of T-Swift. Granted, Travis Kelsey, I think for a while there, he was like one catch, one yard through the first like quarter and a half. I have to say the best thing I think I saw after the fact, and you see the the White House tweeted out the uh, the dark Brandon meme, which is Joe Biden with the fire eyes. <laughs> and it, the quote was, just like we drew it up. <laughs> I love it. That's that's the funniest thing I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> playing into it for sure. So, Absolutely. It was a great NFL season, though. It was a fantastic NFL season. I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs, once again, to kind of the surprise, really, of no one, really, cream of the crop, top of the pile. Yeah. I mean, next season, I hate to say it, I feel like I'm talking about like we did last year after the NBA championship. Next season, if I was going to pick two teams to make it to the Super Bowl— Probably the San Francisco 49ers <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> yeah, we could have a repeat, and it would be like the third time they've met in six years or something, which would be nuts. Uh, it Would it become a rivalry at that point, like a Cowboys-Bills? Maybe. Maybe. But we'll, the fun part is we get to find out. Absolutely. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. We will see you next time. All right. All right.